Today, I've got something super special to share with you that's going to make this holiday season your most magical and stress-free yet. Ever find yourself overwhelmed, burnt out, and wondering if you can survive another holiday season? Well, join me for a journey that will change everything. It's the Holiday Alignment Challenge, an eight-week experience designed to keep you in tune with your unique human design during the holidays. Starting on November 19th, we'll kick off the holiday season on a high note. We're talking live weekly holiday focus groups, somatic breathwork, fun challenges, hot seats, and a surprise bonus, all recorded for your convenience. This isn't just another program, friend. It's a chance to finally enjoy the holidays like never before. Say goodbye to stress and hello to a season of alignment and joy. And guess what? You can join this transformative journey for just $147. Think about it. For less than the price of a one-on-one human design reading, you get an eight-week-long support system, an inspiring community of new human design friends, and deeper education than we can get to on this podcast. So don't miss out on this opportunity to align with your unique design during the holidays. Sign up now before the program fills up. Spots are limited, and when they're gone, they're gone. Join me for the Holiday Alignment Challenge, and let's create a holiday season that feels so good for once. Check the show notes for the link to sign up, or go to studiotimeout.com slash human design, and you'll see the link on that page to sign up for the Holiday Alignment Challenge. Don't wait to take the first step towards your best holidays yet. I can't wait to see you there. This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Today we are talking about Profile 3-6, The Living Contrast, and this is such an interesting one, so I can't wait to get into it. But first, I'm going to read the review of the week. This is a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts, and it's titled, So Grateful, and there's a bunch of really cute emojis in this one. Here's what it says. Where has this been all my life? I'm a therapist and this has me questioning everything now as I feel so many other podcasts preach that everybody should do therapy, which is simply not true. I now feel that all parents should be given a chart right after their baby is born. Let's start this revolution. Madeline gives the information in a very clear, human, and fun way. I especially loved the snowsuit example being a Minnesota gal myself and felt deep relief when I learned the manifesting style that works for me. I look forward to hearing more. Wow, what a fun review. Oh my God, I'm totally in agreement with you about that every parent should be given their baby's chart. How amazing would that be? When my niece was born a little over a year ago, the first thing I did was look up her chart, like before I even learned her name or got photos or anything. And it was just so cool to see like, wow, this is the potential of this person. Like this is where she's going. And how amazing would that be if all parents could do that when their baby is born? Wow. I just, 
I want everyone in the world to use human design as just like plain language. Like we all just communicate this way and understand the basics and can actually use it in normal conversation. How awesome would that be? So thanks again for writing that review. I really, really appreciate everybody who does that. And if that was your review, you win the prize. I'm going to make a video answering your biggest, juiciest, most detailed personal human design question. And here's what you do to claim that video. Go to Instagram and send me a DM over at healthy underscore Madeline. Tell me the username you use to write the review. And then you just need to tell me your question, send me your birth information so I can look into your chart. And everybody else who didn't win, feel free to write a review and that's how you enter the drawing. And then guess what? You can watch these video answers over on my Instagram. Here's how I do it. I go live. I answer the question. It's usually about 20 minutes long, um, depending on the level of the question, but it's almost like a mini episode. So it's a great place for you to get even more learning if the podcast just isn't enough and you want more. I also usually stay on a little bit longer on those lives and answer questions to the people who happen to be watching live. So um, feel free to check those out. Anyway, I want to get into today's episode, but of course, first, you know, long-winded Madeline over here needs to tell a story. So I just wanted to toot my own horn and share how I have been staying in alignment and following my authority the last couple of days. So this is the first time that I'm late getting this podcast out. It's still going to come out on our normal Wednesday, but normally I have it prepped and ready to go well in advance, and it's out like early in the morning, and there you have it. But right now it's actually Wednesday at 8.03 a.m., and I'm recording this. It, quote unquote, should be out right now, but it's not. It's not. It's going to be out later today. And why is this? Not because I forgot, not because I'm lazy, and not because I don't want to do the podcast, but because normally I record these podcasts on usually Mondays or Tuesdays, but I've been feeling pretty awful this week. I don't know what it is. It doesn't really matter. Nothing's, I'm not sick. I've just been overly exhausted. And every time I was like, okay, I've got to get the podcast done, I felt dread not because I hate the podcast, but because I was so exhausted and my brain was fogged and I just, I could barely even muster up the energy to even like open my podcast notebook with all my stuff. So I thought, no, why would I be like a phony here? I'm sitting here talking about alignment and following your authority. And even in my human design accountability groups for this month in October, the whole focus in my groups has been on following your authority. And what's in alignment for you is in alignment for everybody, even when you have to make hard choices. So I decided it's not a hell yes for me to record these episodes. So I'm not going to today or in this moment. And here we are, we landed on Wednesday and I checked in again and I'm thinking, you know what? It's fine. If no episode comes out this week or no episode ever comes out ever again, that's actually fine. But let me tune into my authority this morning, right now in the moment. Do I want to record an episode? And I got a big, strong hell yes. Like, I want to do this. That is so fun and energizing. And it's a yes. So here I am doing it. 
And guess what? It doesn't matter if it's going to come out late. And like I said, it doesn't even matter if I never do another episode again. What matters is that I stay in alignment with my design and whatever ends up happening with my choices, if they're in alignment, will end up being correct for you and for everybody else. So I encourage you today to tune in with your own human design authority and listen to what it's telling you. And if it's asking you to make an uncomfortable or an unconventional choice, try it anyways and see how much better you feel and how much better the results of your life turn out. So that's just my little humble example over here. And now I want to get into the three six because this is really the juicy stuff, the good stuff. So the three six is one of the profiles and a profile in human design is a personality type. It's the like one of the most fun parts of human design to chit chat with friends about. So if you have friends that don't really know about human design yet, or maybe your husband or like your mom or something, it's usually a good hook to start with the profiles because it explains how you see yourself and how others see you. And people just love to know that about themselves. Now, if this is your very first episode, welcome. Feel free to listen all the way through, but you may want to go back to episode one and listen to the podcast sequentially, especially if you're brand new to human design. If you're brand new, this might feel like a bunch of mumbo jumbo jargon that makes absolutely no sense and it's like gobbledygook, you know, gibberish. That's normal. That's why the episodes um, are really meant to be listened to in order for brand new beginners. But for everybody else, the three six here, this is the living contrast. So the three is called the experimenter and this is how you see yourself. Other people don't necessarily see you this way. It's a very private and personal side of you, and we've talked about it in at least three episodes so far. So I'm not going to go deep into it because we've had so much, you know, in other episodes. And you can find those in episodes 34, 55, and 59. But just as a reminder what the experimenter is, this just means that you're somebody who learns by experimentation and by experiences. You don't learn very well from a book or a class, or a mentor, or a teacher, or as somebody else telling you what to do. In fact, those sorts of things might even make you want to do the opposite. For example, if your teacher is telling you that you have to study with flashcards, you might just not want to do flashcards. You might feel a resistance to that, and you might spend your whole, you know, kindergarten through college years experimenting with how you learn best rather than just listening to someone tell you that you learn best with a flashcard. So it's good for you to have these experiences. You learn by failing and failure is actually supposed to be exciting and a good thing for you. It's easy for a three to be conditioned to feel badly about failure or to avoid failure. But the truth is, is that you threes, you learn by failing and it's exciting. It's good news. It's one stepping stone in the right direction for what's really best for you. So again, that's your first number. That's how you see yourself. And that is the very conscious part of you. Now, the second number, the six, is the wise sage, or also known as the role model. And we're really going to dive into the six today because we've only ever talked about the six in episode 37. So the six, 
I have a six. I'm not a three six though. I'm a four six. But the six is very different than the other types because you go through cycles. So for the six, you actually act like a three for roughly the first 30 years of your life. Technically up until your first Saturn return. So that's something that comes from astrology. I am not educated in astrology. So everybody can go Google what a Saturn return is. And you can even Google when your Saturn return was. Everybody had a Saturn return or has, um, whether you're a six or not. But why the Saturn return is so helpful to understand for the six is because it's when you blossom from acting like a three into being more like a six. So your Saturn return will be for about three years at the end of your 20s. And before that, from age zero through your Saturn return, you are acting like a three, which we just talked about. Super fascinating because it's kind of like you are a double three, which isn't, it's not, you know, a profile. Nobody is a three, three but you're acting as if you were. So you have like a crash course in experimentation for the first 30 years of your life. And perhaps maybe you've been rebellious or you've suppressed rebellion. I've heard, I've heard from a lot of sixes who said, no, I actually did follow all my teachers and I did follow all the rules and I did exactly what my parents and my doctors told me, you know, through my Um, through age 30, but it didn't serve me. It actually taught me that that's not right for me and I need to learn for myself. So usually a three or a six is going to act either very experimental or maybe rebellious, or that's going to get conditioned out of them and they might follow all the rules and learn that that was not correct for them. Got it? Okay, so for the six, for the wise sage or the role model, you are born with innate wisdom, but it's not running the show for you for the first 30 years. So that wisdom kind of takes a back seat or it's just kind of paused for the first 30 years because you need that experiment experimentation so much so that you can learn what's right and what's wrong for you. And since the six is your second number, once you become wise, so once you move through your Saturn return and you get to about the age of 30, you might not really recognize this wisdom in yourself, but other people will see it. So remember, the second number is the unconscious side of you and it's how everybody else sees you. It's equally you but you might struggle to see it or recognize it or admit that this is how you are. So one thing to watch out for as a six is putting too much importance on what other people think of you. Do not worry if other people think you're smart or wise or if they approve of you. When you do that, it will blunt your wisdom and your sixness. Other people will not really be attracted to you and you'll struggle to be a magnetic human being. So instead, if you own your role model position or you own your wisdom and just be proud of that and admit that that's actually a part of you, 
other people will see it in you and it will start working for you and it will make you much more attractive and much more magnetic. So remember, don't put any or much importance on what other people think of you. There are a few cycles that a six will go through. So again, from age zero to about the age of 30, you are acting more like a three and you're very experimental and you're not very wise. And then from age 30 to roughly 60 or through your second Saturn return, that stage, 30 to 60-ish, is going to be all themed around applying your wisdom to yourself. So you're going to feel less experimental because now you've learned something from all that experimentation and it's time for you to live it. So it's more of an internal role model wisdom kind of thing. Other people will see you as the role model, but it's not really about you putting that wisdom on them. It's more like you're just demonstrating how to be wise in your own life. Then you go through a second Saturn return in your 50s, so you get to roughly the age of 60, and now the theme is more about applying your wisdom to the tribe, or maybe your family, or your friends, or the world, whoever's around you. It's more like wise woman grandma vibes, like you are the, you know, the only you know, the thing I can think of is like the wise grandma of the tribe. And if you're a man, wise grandpa of the tribe, where you're really the person that people go to for wisdom. But remember, the key for you is authenticity and never dulling your wisdom or pretending like that's not a part of you. Now let's smash them together and combine it. The three six, the living contrast, or the responsible and chill adventurer. I love that. So remember, age zero to 30 might feel like a major crash crash course in life so that you can become wise. And it will feel even more like a crash course than just a three. Like if you were a three, five, you do have a lot of experimentation, but it's forever. And it's just one part of you. But when you are acting like a three, three for age zero to 30, it's going to feel like double crash course in life so that you can blossom into that wise person. And because of your experiences, you are a role model. Now here's what makes you unique as a 3-6 versus if you were a 6-3. Since your 6 is your second number, people might put you on a pedestal and you might really struggle with relatability and this is correct and this is okay. Do not worry if you feel like you can't relate to people. This was really healing for me. I'm a 4-6. I just... One of my biggest struggles in life is that I just do not relate to people. Like I tell my husband and my mom, my, you know, my two closest people in my life, I just don't get people. I don't get it. I don't relate to them. I have an extremely difficult time seeing things through other people's eyes. And as a six, as the second number, so like a four, six or a three, six, that's okay and that's normal and it's it's acceptable for you to struggle with relatability and it's also correct for people to put you on a pedestal because this is part of your purpose here as the role model. The key though with dealing with this struggle to relate to people 
is to make sure that you show your authenticity, show the ugly sides, show the realness, show the struggles, show how you have a hard time. And this is really weird because you would think that it will make you feel more relatable to people. But in my experience, it doesn't. It actually puts you on a higher pedestal. It makes you so much more magnetic, so much more attractive. And when I say things like magnetic and attractive, I do mean that you will physically look more attractive to everybody, but I mostly mean that you will manifest better. The correct things, the the right people, the best opportunities will come to you in life when you are fully in alignment with your design or at least moving more towards alignment. So for a a 3-6, you need to show that you are struggling or that you have ugly parts or that you aren't a perfect person and that you're not just this idyllic role model, but you have a messy personal three side of you. You continue to be the experimenter through your whole life, but you also have wisdom. And when you expose that and allow people to see you that way, they will treat you more like you're wise and less like you're invisible. So own your wisdom, but also allow yourself to continue to experiment for your whole life. So there's these two pretty contrasting sides of you. The three wants to just live it up get involved, do life, you know, full out and maybe even do things like travel or try new things. And then the six is more like grandma vibes. Like the six wants to observe, sit back, chill, kind of wait for things to come to you. And so you'll have this constant contrast in your life. There's no such thing as a perfect balance of the two. It will be a daily experiment of which one are you expressing in the moment or how can you pull in both. And remember as the three six that when life is throwing curveballs at you, it is just to help you to rise to higher levels of wisdom. So for me, I have to remember that a lot. It's okay when I'm having a really hard time in life, like the past two days of feeling super exhausted and unmotivated and tired. That's okay. It's actually life expecting me to raise to higher levels of wisdom. Same thing for you, three sixes out there. So if you're a three six or if you know a three six, maybe your child or your partner, Feel free to reach out to me over on Instagram. You can DM me at healthy underscore Madeline and tell me if this resonates or not. I would love, love, love to hear from you. And remember that the doors are still open for the holiday alignment challenge. I'm so pumped about this. So many of you have already signed up and there are limited spots. So if you want to get in, do not wait because it will fill up. I can pretty much guarantee it. And it starts November 19th. um, But get in there earlier than November 19th because I'm going to be sending you pre-start date stuff, like maybe some learning materials, just some things to help prepare you in advance so that you've got the knowledge you need before we just start off like a bang. If you have no clue what I'm talking about, you can go to the link in the show notes to read about the Holiday Alignment Challenge or you can go to studiotimeout.com slash human design, I think. Just click on the human design tab and then you'll see a bunch of different things on there. And then you click on the holiday alignment challenge button on that page. Woo, that's a lot of talking. 
All right, friends, I'm going to close out now. Thank you for being a part of this podcast. I love you, and I will catch you in a week.